longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 351 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week we are talking about The Last of Us Part 2 Remaster, KOTOR remake suffering from Order 66. We go holiday shopping, and Kyle has been messing with portals, finally, and so much more, as we do it live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on YouTube.com slash at PS Trophy Room and on podcast feeds each and every Thursday. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Yeah? Doing good. You doing fantastic. You finally got that portal life. You're- oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like almost exclusively for the last nice. like two three days. That is what I've been playing on. Now, question for you: Your holiday starts now because this is American Thanksgiving, which is let's be honest, the real Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yes, job gave us uh, tomorrow and Friday off. So there you go. God bless. I'm good till Monday, which is good because yes, yeah. we did have a, I did have a little break, but we went to North Carolina. Yeah. A lot of travel, a lot of yep. staying up long hours. Didn't feel like five days. No. So it's... I'm I'm happy to kind of just chill for a little bit and just relax, enjoy Absolutely. the family, and hang out and stuff. That being said, Kyle, have you have you noticed anything different about the setup? As I move around. Okay, hold on. Left and right? Like what's directly behind me or what's not directly behind me? Uh, I'm lost. All right, fair enough. I dumped the Secret Labs chair. Oh, okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I was looking at like figures and stuff. No, 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 no. Totally dumped it. Um, again, this is this is an anti-sponsored do not buy ad. Secret Labs, very <laughs> overrated. <laughs> it killed the back of my knee. Instead, I sold a few things and I invested in a Herman Miller chair, Ooh, like an adult. Okay. okay. And immediately the back of my knee pain has almost gone. Like 80% Sweet. better just switching the chair alone. So like residual pain. Yeah over and done with now i can finally comfortable like comfortably game without knowing my knees are gonna give out on me after i get up out of the seat so fair that is my like christmas gift to myself is like no more knee pain and also i have to go to the doctor still but like Mm. no more knee pain is gonna be great fair hey herman miller you want to sponsor the show so i can get a chair (laughs) honestly they are a mortgage payment (laughs) i i I, they're they're pretty petty i've looked because like I was even talking to my boss at work, I was like, "What well, do I do this? This is this is an investment." She's like, "Honestly, because she has one, she's like, 100 percent, it's worth it." She's had hers for almost ten years now, and she's like, "And it's and it's still like brand new." Even how they shipped it, it comes in two pieces, four screws. God bless. Whoa, that's yeah. it. Four screws. That's it. That's all. And it's wow. It's a comfortable chair. So. Okay. Okay. I had listen. I had to sell a PlayStation, an extra PlayStation Five, a Steam Deck, and the Secret Labs chair, <laughs> and it's still costing me like a hundred bucks. So what do you? Uh, well, how'd you sell the chair? Like just Facebook Marketplace kind of Facebook nearby? Marketplace. Yeah, that's when I yeah. and, a, and a nice little Puerto Rican mother came and she bought it for her son. So sweet, yeah. great. Yeah. Now you have the bad knees. <laughs> that's that's right. I didn't say, listen. That's <laughs> as soon as, as soon as she touched the chair, you go, ha ha. 
<laughs> and then you run away. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, yeah, it's a great chair. I just need to make it's space. It's not my problem anymore. <laughs> not my problem. Not my problem. It's like Sorry. the Jumanji board game. <laughs> it's like you're, you're done with it. Get, get away from me. That's right. That's right. Listen, before we get into this news, because it's actually been a pretty big news week, I got to yeah. start a question, and it's festive. <laughs> Y'all know I love a good festive question. This comes from Yuna. She goes, hey, guys, hope you guys are both doing well and having a good Thanksgiving. Well, we're having a Friendsgiving right now, baby. Yeah. So my question for this week is, it's your turn to uh, cook Thanksgiving dinner. Spoilers. Y'all are screwed. But you're able to. (laughs) right. You like frozen DiGiorno pizza? It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Hey, listen. You like ramen? Yeah, he's. But you're able to get help from characters in games you play, you played this year. So who is helping you and what is their role in dinner making? This year, huh? Yep. Hmm. Yep. I got Hmm. one. Technically cheating, but I got it. Um, And if you don't like this one, I can. I I, I can. Okay. No, no, it would be. I was going to say Aloy because like technically we did play it. But I'm, I'm burning not. chores. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to take Grease from Jedi. Uh, sorry, oh, Jedi that's a good Survivor. One. He's a cook as is. That so is I want one. him to make some space soup, cook me a space chicken, and just celebrate the fact that we're all thankful that Dave Filoni is now the creative <laughs> lead of Star Wars, as it always should have been from the get go. You know? That's totally fair. And Filoni, we trust. That's what I'm, honest to God, Kyle, that's what I'm thankful for (laughs) this Thanksgiving. Friends, family, that's great. I forgot his name. Oh, please hold. Okay. Please hold. I got to look up this character's name. Please, as you talk talk about that or or think it over, uh, Dave Filoni made Ahsoka, and it was so good. Like, it it was undoubtedly such a hit for Star Wars fans. It's just Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's. It's about time he gets his due, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Kyle, I vamped enough. Yeah. Garl from Sea of Stars. Oh. That man loves to cook. That is true. Uh, just come on over, Garl. You're friendly. You're awesome. Yep. You're loyal to a fault. And You're going to make sure we're eating good and we're good for battle or you go out Black Friday if you do that thing and go yep. shop and deal with the hordes of people. Yeah, and honestly, like even for like you know like a sixteen bit thing, like that food does look oh, delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one hundred percent. All right, Kyle. That's the starter question for this week. Time for some housekeeping. Kyle, look at what shirt I'm wearing. Oh, it's a banger! He's repping it finally. Take That's that, right. House of Slingers. Uh, listen, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. Okay. <laughs> and Mike was gonna charge me extra for slinger, so I was like, all right, mm, fair. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Our merch, baby. It's in the store. It's here. It's for y'all. Uh, you know, rep the shirt while doing some good. It's a, it's a, it's a banger of a shirt. I'll say it. It's allowed. And yeah, all, all the money to it's a banger shirt goes straight for uh, our extra life for kids in need. Ooh wee. Uh, and then for some community. Bertos is hurt in chat, by the way, Joe. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. I'm also hurt wearing this. Um, but listen, by the players, uh, our community run show that we do with our community run by Marcus O'Neill and Drellish. Uh, we recorded, uh, was it Spider-Man last 2? weekend? Yep. On Saturday, yeah. Last Talked Saturday. all about Spider-Man 2. 
Kyle, it was fantastic for, for what I was able to actually get into because I had a work emergency, but everything's fine. Thank goodness. And y'all just totally crushed it. You know, there's yeah. just so many thoughtful, amazing people in this community and we had just such a blast and I had just such a great time listening to y'all just gush over Spider-Man too. Mm-hmm. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Big shout out to, to the, uh, the few who signed up for the forum and came and hang, hung out and, and talked about Spider-Man two for, I think almost two and a half hours. Um, it was a great talk. It was a great chat. Uh, cannot wait to do uh, it again next month, Ooh. which is sea of stars. Uh, speaking of garl and his delicious uh uh, food uh the form is in our discord we'll make sure it's in the description of the video um Mm -hmm. and and put it out there in all the places uh michael drellish and marcus uh if you have any questions hit them up on the discord and they'll let you know as far as the audio from the last community game show it should be available soon i just haven't had a chance to take the audio and put it on a thing Fair enough. I, I, we still need to figure out how we're doing that. <laughs> Fair enough. Listen, I'll extrapolate it. I'll do yeah, all yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know. I, listen, I know business. Uh, <laughs> last but not least, we on housekeeping. Uh, kind of funny. Have you heard of them? Small outlet. We gave. I just uh, happened to be wearing the hoodie today. Yeah, we we gave Greg Miller his shine on the show yeah, a few and years blessing. back. And blessing. Some would say we gave him his start. Humble brag. We probably did. Uh, <laughs> they're doing their up and comer opportunity yet again. And it would be amazing if y'all nominate us over at, uh, where's the link here? Where's the link here? Kindoffunny.com slash up and comer. Ooh, we, yeah. Nominate us. What happens is they fly us over to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a couple of shows with them, create some content and yeah. it spotlights the trophy room, a PlayStation podcast. And I hear so many folks that actually are still part of this community that found us because we, you know, we were on either podcast beyond or PS. I love you back in the day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just love this community. So it's a great way for us to find more amazing people that we can hopefully, you know, uh, bring them along into the yeah. fam. That is the trophy. So absolutely. Yeah. All right, Kyle. And last but not least, before we get into all the PlayStation goodness, because gosh, darn it, there's a lot. But we don't have much time to do it. Of course, it's time for our Patreon pitch. I want to thank our newest members, Drellish at the gold tier, actually platinum tier, and I'm Thrum at the bronze tier, and Stingray X at the gold tier. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our platinum members, Jay Shea, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Steven Flesh, Strubles and Bits, Bertos Maximus. Chris, Hybrid 748, Matt Veldez, Chris the Wizard, Solo, Liam Russ, Sil Cannon, Desamine, Jadis Von Metal, Mitchell Gramlin, Liam Rust, Jonas Young. And I want to thank our gold members, Cypher Primus, Doth, Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hyde and Doris, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, The Red Arrow, Aegis Hermit, Andrezor, Astronaut Jr., The Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, Tino Six Speed, and Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bam, and Matthew King, the 
Overlord. Dewane Raksha, Rick Davis, Black Mavericks, and the Lord Commander Suddy. Thank you all so much. As we say each and every week, it's the reason why we look so good, sound so great, is your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So if you ever got you through a long car ride, tough day at work, hell. You know, your weird uncle going on that weird rant during Thanksgiving, and then you kind of sneak in with just a few minutes to kind of air him out. Well, you know, just a buck our way keeps the debtors at bay, keeps the show going. And honestly, we wouldn't be here without you. So thank you all so much. And honestly, we're just thankful for y'all listening. Very thankful. Every week. Thank you so much. Each yeah. and every week, uh, y'all. Really quickly before we continue in squaring up the news. Yeah. Um, the Platties are also back. Our game at the end of the year game award yes. show nominations are up. Uh, the form should be in the description and also pinned to our Twitter at PS Trophy Room. Uh, so go ahead and vote for what you think should win each category. If you haven't watched our end of the year shows before, uh, audience gets one third of the vote. We each get a third. And if Joe and I tie, the audience is the deciding factor Ooh, in that yeah. category. So it's very important. So please go vote. Yeah. And honestly, the Twitter algorithm has really hit us hard, especially the the platies this year. So honestly, it means a lot uh, if you take a moment out of your day, link in the description, link in the live chat right here, right now to the platies uh, and go vote on what games you think deserve that spotlight, deserve that shine. Uh, I'm really excited. A whole lot of work came, uh, went into this. So hopefully it all pans out, you know. And now it's time. Kyle. I hope so. To square up the news. And I'm about to be real angry, Kyle. Oh, real and I'm upset. about to be uh, probably not the type of voice you want to listen to when you're angry. Oh, oh voice of Jordan Midler over at VGC writes, The Last of Us Part 2 remastered officially announced for PS5. Upgrade path detailed. Following earlier leaks, Naughty Dog has officially announced The Last of Us Part 2 remastered for PS5. The game, which will be released on PlayStation 5 on January 19th, 2024, will also receive a physical deluxe edition. The WLF edition will include steelbook display case, four enamel, four enamel pins, a Washington Liberation Front patch, and a total 47 Society of Champions trading cards, including eight holographic cards. This version of the game will be exclusively available at PlayStation Direct. Naughty Dog also confirmed that PS4 owners will be able to upgrade to the PS5 version of the game for $10. Saves from the PS4 game will also carry over into The Last of Us Part II Remastered. The remaster will include full DualSense support, developer commentary, and lost levels, which never made it to the game's final release. Quote, a new set of Lost Levels in Part 2 Remastered allow players a unique chance to check out some playable sequences previously cut from the game. These aren't fully finished levels, but rather early development slices that not only let you see some new glimpses of Part 2's world, but also include embedded developer commentary to give them richer context. Explore these spaces and hear directly from the team about the intention of aspects of each level. This is a unique inclusion for our studio, and we're excited to allow players a glimpse into the creative process." End quote. The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered will feature enhanced graphics, including native 4K output in fidelity mode, 1440p upscale to 4K in performance mode, and unlocked frame rate options for TVs that support VRR, increased texture resolution, increased level of detailed distances, improved shadow quality, animation sampling rate, 
Oh, and animation sampling rate. The game will also feature a roguelike mode, quote, survive as long as you can in each run as you choose your path through a series of randomized encounters. Play as a host of different unlockable characters, some never before playable in the Last of Us franchise, each with unique gameplay traits. The variety of challenges feature different foes and memorable locations from throughout part two, all culminating in tense boss battles, end quote. No mention of the game coming to PC. Kyle, 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 you got what you want, but at what cost? Uh, How roughly are you 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you so, mean? I mean, we talked about this a few weeks back. I viewed it as unnecessary, a yeah. remaster. You know, in this economy, why? And you're mm-hmm. like, who cares? Sign me up. I want more of this. This game is just Kyle. Kyle, this game is like just three years old. Okay. A remaster already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Come on. Well, as I mentioned before, it makes sense uh, before the season two of HBO comes out. Sure. Get people who, who go in and the normal people who, who don't play games as much as we do and, and are, are trying to get into it because of these cross media things will want to buy a PS five. And instead of, uh, I, I saw a uh, Greg Miller talk about it. Speaking of kind of funny, um, where like nobody wants to explain cross platform to them. Right. And like you can get the PS four copy and then you could put it in your PS five and it'll work. No, they'll just see the PS five across the top and they'll get it. And it'll, it'll be, no questions asked. It's just easier yeah. for them. Um, and this is so much more than just a simple remaster, too. Like, are you telling me I'm going to it's going to be an interactive? Uh, um, uh, what was the documentary called? Endure and Survive? Yeah. Like an interactive version of that while I'm playing these this game and Lost Levels and hearing about the creative process. Sign me up. In addition to one of my favorite types of game, roguelikes being put in one of my favorite games of all time, Last of Us Part 2. Again, sign me up. And yeah. I'm getting a cool seal book. I already have the cards that I bought at Etsy, but I'll gladly take more <laughs> with holographic. Yeah. Uh but like I think the biggest thing and the biggest issue with the part 1 remaster remake mm-hmm. was this has an upgrade path of 10 bucks. Yeah. Like that is not for for all that additional things that we are getting. I think 10 bucks is a, is a steal for an upgrade path like that. I don't, I, 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 the only thing I don't like is the name remastered. I would have liked a director's cut, uh, because I don't feel like, like (sighs) again, though, people had an issue with director's cut the last time. Well, it's what makes it a director's cut kind of thing. Well, I mean, I think the director's commentary makes it a director's cut, right? Like just having, you know, just having the director in the back talk about, you know, which, you know, whatever scenes playing out or why a level is designed the way they designed it or, you know, what makes that clicker on the left so special to them. It's those little things that like we have in movies that I wish we had in games. And like that alone is like pretty darn cool. So I think that makes it, to me, like a director's cut, adding the new sort of, uh, you know, uh, roguelike mode. That's, that is relatively pretty cool and a new piece of content that, yeah, I would think a director's cut would, would make it. So the lost levels, you know, like here's some ideas that got left. That's really interesting. So for me, you know, we've been echoing this for 
honestly, since part one has, was announced that like, yeah, remaking the last of us doesn't make sense on paper as a gamer who is tunnel visioned. Right. Cause I already played that game on PS3. I already played that game on PS4 and I'm not t- thinking about the person that just walked away from the HBO show going, Oh wow. I really want to maybe invest in this franchise. Oh, there's you a know, season two. Let me play the second game before season two. Absolutely. And you see it every time there's a new Harry Potter thing, book sales go up. You see it every time where there's a new um, Game of Thrones thing, you know, sales go up on the book. So people want to go back and dive into, you know, the medium of which that source of IP came from. And so why wouldn't Sony want to make their versions of their prized possession that is The Last of Us look and run as great as it can? Because you're right. We fail to think about the average consumer. The average consumer does not know about backwards compatibility. The average consumer sees PS4. That's a different thing from PS5. You know, I always I see a lot of people walk up going, okay, yeah, I'll just wait until this thing is on the, the or the next one's out, right? I'll, I'll, I'll wait until it's, it's on PS5. Not knowing that, yeah, you could go back and play Last of Us Part Two running perfectly fine on a ps4 and it gives them the ability to again play the game not to say the way it's meant to be played but the best way possible is nothing but a win for the consumer who wants to consume that thing and for sony who is double dipping but at least they're doing it by giving you something that is actually worthwhile so for me i see this as just an absolute win and if you already played it well, guess what? You don't have to play it again. No one's putting a gun to your head. No, and, and and Katie also in chat made a good point earlier. You can just go buy part two PS4 base game, really cheap pre-owned. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then use the upgrade path for ten bucks and get and, and get this brand new PS5 version, super cheap. Yeah. And again, that's for people that are in the know, and for people that yeah. don't, it's hey, this is on a PS5. I'm going to go play it now. My brother even asked me when he was about to start The Last of Us uh, Part 2, does it run on PS5? He's an average consumer. And we often fail to realize that or, or, or even acknowledge that in our social media spheres because we are all about the, like, if it bleeds, it leads. And for unfortunately for The Last of Us, it's very much like that. So and- for me, as someone mm-hmm. who has been completely, we don't need this. Um, now I, not to say I, I see the need, but I understand the want, like, I don't need this, but I'm like for 10 bucks for all this, all the stuff that you just listed, roguelike commentary, lost levels, you name it for half a Fortnite skin. I get all that content. Okay. That, that, is, a, that is a great comparison. That is wild to me. Yeah, you get an upgrade oh, all these really cool things for a full thirty plus hour game is is half of a skin in Fortnite. Yeah, if you already own the base game, like that's wild. Yeah. Uh, um. And again, I want to I want to credit Greg for this because I saw the TikTok of him talking about it, and it's a great point that I want to bring here on our show is that we've seen for the last two three weeks just layoff after layoff after layoff mm-hmm. what will prevent those from happening developers and and uh sony making money and this is going to make a ton of money yeah and that will help offset hopefully layoffs 
at least at Naughty Dog or, or in the future kind of thing. So to get a lot of money into the hands of the yeah. dev team is always going to be good for the future of that team. People often forget as well, and it's because we are, I, I guess, media literacy hasn't hit games media or what, whatever have you, uh, or just does it's it's not great in general. Um, just the way that development used to work and has evolved since, like usually you make a game and everybody gets laid off, everybody's contract work, and you're on to the next thing moving. Now the games industry, it's all about retaining talent, keeping talent there, and for what the reports are out on this remaster is very much naughty dog taking their new recruits and getting them accustomed to the last of us because sure as shit they're making another one so this is a good practice run of what these this engine can do while neil's going off and maybe making that space game we all think he's making so i think naughty dog's been cooking for a while i understand the frustration people have because it's been you know three years and we haven't seen and literally even a glimpse of what the next project from the premiere studio is. But I think a lot of the hate is just overblown. As sure. I completely agree. Yeah. It, is it like the most ideal situation? No, I would love it for a brand new naughty dog thing, yeah. but like we're getting there. Like, it's gonna happen it's it's gonna come it's gonna eventually. happen i will yeah. experience a new naughty dog game we all will in our lifetimes it's going to happen and again part one made sense we saw it it, yeah. it did well day one and then as that show aired it kept charting right yes so playstation sees the same exact thing with the last of us part two remastered give people the best version of this game we can make put some bonuses in there for people that have already played that want to double dip and they will come so i don't doubt that the ps or the pc version of this game is going to come sooner to season two but the way playstation looks at it going hey listen this is going to be a drier year for us. Why not put out some remasters that are or remasters and remakes that we know are going to do well to help substitute you know, or, or help substitute for the lack of a Spider-Man esque uh, game that's first party. So I think that just it makes sense, y'all. It really yeah. does. I, I I don't see the outrage. That said, let's talk about the outrage. Oh man, huh. Matthew Kennedy from The Star writes in, Hey guys, and happy Thanksgiving to all. My question revolves around The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered and the insanely negative discourse on Twitter. I have seen so much love for the remake on my timeline, but that's because I follow positive people. However, there's been so much hate for this, and I really don't get it. A new roguelike mode sounds amazing, lost levels, commentary are worth the upgrade alone, and it's only 10 bucks if you own the PlayStation 4 version. This is a business move. Business. And let's face it, it's a smart one. On the last or latest episode of Kind of Funny P.S. I Love You uh, episode, Greg Miller read so many negative reactions that he received to their live react that I was actually shocked. Is it that people just don't know how development works? I mean, even I know there was a different team working on this remaster that didn't affect any new IP they were working on. What gives you guys? Are people just that negative? Yes, 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 and yes. Um, again, I think we're very... Gamers TM are very um, ignorant or unaware or blissfully unaware or angeredly unaware that 
you know, how development works and how teams are moved around and navigated and how games just are made. And I think part of that reason is developers are scared to share that information with gamers because they are afraid that they're just going to get yelled at on social media about it. That's it. Um, it's a vicious circle, a, you know, a developer shares some insight on this game. And then you got 18 other, you know, couch developers out there telling them how they did it wrong. Nobody wants that. And so developers kind of, you know, forego social media and kind of close that outlet off, which is sad because there's people like us that want to know more about how development works that don't get those questions asked that often have to work in the dark or make those educated guesses or just get lucky to find someone that's willing to, you know, spill the beans. It's, it's really hard. And I, I think the, the other portion is of it um, is social media has become more and more toxic when you could blame Elon, you could blame just us being us, but the algorithm just rewards toxicity um, and negativity. And that's why we're seeing so many people put their pitchforks up because it's a PlayStation exclusive. Simply put. Yep. Yeah. I'm I sorry, got nothing Kyle. else to add to that. You, you you nailed it all. Although I did laugh at Luke in chat. What do you he say? said, weirdly, as the Halo show aired, sales of PS5 went up. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, a man, good joke. That was a good let's, joke. Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that abomination. <laughs> Katie. Katie. Writes in, hey guys, hope you are well. You'll be pleased to know that Jax is pretty much fully recovered from his ordeal. Thank goodness. Give that pups Woo! all the pets, all the pets in the world. Just needs another scan and he's all good. Thank you for the kind words and support from both you and this awesome community. So my question kind of adds to what uh, what Kennedy uh, what Kennedy wrote in with. Why has The Last of Us garnered so much hate? We all have friends who don't like it for legitimate reasons, but honestly, I feel like there's just so much, there's a toxic element online for anything about The Last of Us. This is just, or sorry, is this just because of what went on in part two? Some people that have gotten a kick off of part two remaster, but not nearly as many people that got upset when Skyrim re-released, however, many times. GTA 5 has also been re-released quite a few times. So why is it a bad thing that The Last of Us does it? And also yeah. Resident Evil does it. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. Uh yeah, I think it's just The Last of Us, in particular, the second one, part two, just rubbed a certain section of the gaming online presence the wrong way. And then they made it their whole personality yep. to kind of like crap on every single mention of this game, which sucks because it's hard to look at The Last of Us part two and not say this is a well-made video game. Right. And they take a few things, which we're not going to spoil, because I know some people who listen have not played the game. And now yep. that the remaster is coming out in, in a few few months, weeks, really, yep. um, you experienced that for the first time. And I can't wait to hear you guys experience it for the first time. Um, just over silly little things that is not their idea. We got we got a lot. I don't know if you're familiar with um, the sports terminology, Joe, of mm. armchair quarterback. Yep. 
There you go. That's what where, I was where, trying to say. Where you're just kind now. of like sitting on the couch during a football game, like, oh man, I could have made that throw better. Yeah. I could have made a better play call. It's similar to this where people think that they can do better than the game devs themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's just stupid. <laughs> if if, if yes. you can, go do it. Yeah. So like uh, I don't know. Like I, and, and and it just makes me sad that this kind of game is what brings out so much hate in people because I just I just don't get it. I enjoy all kinds of stories, no matter what. Um, it, it strictly comes down to a few things. One, uh, it, it's the last Jedi effect, right? There's a decision that was made in the last Jedi that people don't like. There's a decision in this game that people don't like, and it's divisive. And it's saying, "Hey, we." we know what you expect from a sequel of this, but we're not doing that. And we're, we're, we're flipping the switch and we're doing something totally opposite. And that's going to make people upset and that's going to make people angry. And that's going to, you know, divide folks rightfully. So, and, and listen, you don't have to like every creative decision that now Dave Filoni makes, but let's be honest, they're all great. Uh, Or what Neil Druckmann makes. Right. But at the end of the day, I can't write anything better. So like, I could say like, yeah, I don't like certain elements of the last of us part two. And I definitely don't like some of the elements of last of us part two. Um, But you can have, you know, thoughtful critiques of it without like giving, you know, Neil Druckmann and naughty dog death threats. And I think the other part of it that comes just down goes to, in general too. Just don't just in general. Strength. Yeah, all. don't be a don't be an online Karen. How about that? Yeah. All right. If you don't like something, maybe you just go. All right. Uh, well, it is what it is, and just walk away. But um, you know, to me, I just I think the other part of it is it's a PlayStation exclusive game. Listen, if The Last of Us was on the Xbox. Same shit would go on, go down right now. PlayStation people would hate it because it's on Xbox and they don't like golfing simulators, right? But like it would, it, it just happens. And it's because the online community, a, a portion of it has been, tr- has trained itself to hate anything this other company does. And it is the most annoying thing whether you're it's the xbox fanboys whether it's the playstation fanboys whether it's the nintendo ones in the corner sniffing glue they all annoy the living crap out of me because you can't have honest conversations or critiques about a thing without it being like i don't know name calling it's it's all very immature so that's really the reason why it's getting because skyrim i I bet if skyrim got a remake right now there'd be hate for it because if it bleeds it leads and now it's an xbox thing but like GTA yeah. five, we're all word, out of the loop and yeah. we don't care. Just the word remaster and remake have like become like tinged. Yeah. With like an automatic, like, oh, that's stupid kind of response. Yeah. But like when I FF seven remake is is a different beast because it is in itself like a brand new thing. But sure. even like RE4 remake, extremely well made game. I don't see nearly as much hate for that than I do other remake and remasters. Yeah. And I granted, granted, yes, that game came out a long time ago. Also has had many, many ports yep. and many, many versions, but you know, just because it's not a PlayStation exclusive kind of thing, it just gets all the hate. Yeah. It's just because of weirdos online. 
too long yeah. to read. People are weird online, yeah. and they can't divorce themselves uh, <laughs> from being just absolute weird. Uh, really quick in chat, yes. uh, first time live watcher Footy Matters says, first time catching live, normal list on Spotify, welcome. But then they also added, I always imagine that Kyle wears glasses. Ooh. Sorry to break that immersion Honestly, for you. <laughs> you, got, you would get a Clark Kent vibe to you, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I think you'd be hot as shit with it on. Dicko writes in I can't wait for the last of us part two I made yeah. I made the first remake my hundredth plat and now I have uh, have to line this one up for 150 Hell the new yeah. mode looks very interesting I can't wait for that do you guys think this has anything to do with the free to play game maybe mm. something they salvage from the bungee visit only ask because I lost hope in that game mm. coming out Maybe don't lose hope, but maybe lose a little bit. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're related. No, I don't think they're 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 related. I. It's a nice I, bonus yes. for this part two remaster. I don't think they went into it being like, "Hey, let's let's scrounge together this thing," right. because factions, whatever it is, isn't coming out or is not coming out? along yeah. smoothly. Which the creative director came out saying, "We're." It's yeah, they're cooking. We're still cooking. It's boiling. I'll <laughs> all right. I'll see it. I, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, you know. And yeah. hopefully, I see it. And I that'd be great. Uh, Ghetto Berry writes, "Hey guys, hope busting makes you feel good." Uh, another golden tweet from the PlayStation UK account. Yes, The Last of Us Part Two Remaster is necessary. This is not a remake, and a lot of people forget. Whilst throwing a patty. <laughs> I wonder what that is in UK terms. Uh, this remaster up. is akin to the Last of Us remaster on PS4. Plus remasters or extra lick of polish for 10 dosh upgrade. All with extra bits to justify the jump from the PS4 version to PS5. But the time gap between the PS4 version and the new PS5 version is larger than other games had the privilege. So do you think they should have released it earlier, say 2021 or 2022? Would that have softened the blow or of deciding if this game is needed? Either way, I'm due for a second playthrough. Take care, you guys. Always with love. Uh, Ghetto Berry, love you back, bud. Love um, you too. Throwing a patty, uh, temper tantrum. Oh, oh, gov. That's great. Um, I would say nay. Again, I think if this was director's cut, like Ghost of Tsushima or um, Death Stranding, I think that it makes more sense that way. And I think that would have softened the blow a little bit because remastered does seem like, yo, guys, this game just came out. <laughs> so, like, I, I get it. I also think why there wasn't such an outroar or outrage with the last of us remastered on to PS4 was not enough people played it on PS3. Like I remember back in the day, 70% of people that bought the game on PS4 was their first time playing the game. And again, I would love to see the stats from part one because we saw that game track as the show was premiering and as it ended. So of course we're going to see last was part two track you can you can kick you could whine you could complain all you want people on the socials but this game for the for the masses is gonna do numbers for playstation 
and crew. Yes, it is. Yeah. Also, apparently they decided to start bowling up above me upstairs. So if you Fair hear enough. banging around, that's what's going on. If you hear a dog yipping in the background, we're trying to train her. It ain't going well. <laughs> She's calling the shots. <laughs> All right, Kyle, it's time to square up this piece of news, and boy, oh boy, oh boy. is it heavy. Wesley Pool over at IGN writes, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake reportedly still alive. Amid continued silence from embattled games company Embracer about the status of the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, developer Saber Interactive is reportedly still soldiering on with the product in some capacity. The KOTOR remake was thought dead after Embracer had Saber Interactive, the developer working on the recently delayed Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2, take over following significant trouble at original developer Aspire. Bloomberg reported Bloomberg reporter and reputable insider Jason Schreier posted on Twitter to say Saber Interactive is still working on the game, although question marks remain over whether it will ever actually come out, and if it does, what sort of game it will be. The KOTOR remake was announced in 2021 as a PlayStation published game, sparking excitement from fans of the original much-loved RPG. But we've heard little since, save reports of ongoing struggles with the game. Last year, development on the KOTOR remake was reportedly paused indefinitely after disappointment over progress made. Aspire had worked on the KOTOR remake for three years before it was finally announced in Sony's 2021 PlayStation Showcase. Earlier this month, Embracer CEO Lars Winchforce refused to answer a question about the KOTOR remake during a financial presentation, saying, quote, I noticed that anything I say to this becomes a headline, so that is my only comment, end quote. According to reports, Aspire had targeted a late 2022 release date for the remake, but insiders suggested 2025 was a more realistic target. It's now even more unclear how this project will continue. In September, there was renewed concern for the status of the KOTOR remake after fans spotted trailers and other promotional materials were pulled from Sony's channels. Sony issued a statement in response insisting it had to do with music licensing expiring. Embracer is currently embroiled in a significant restructuring process that has seen over 900 staff lose their jobs. Saints Row Studio Volition has closed down, and Borderlands developer Gearbox is reportedly up for sale. More layoffs are expected. All this news sucks, man. So on the eve of Thanksgiving, um, we got news that over the past few months, uh, Embracer has laid off over 900 staff. There are several projects just on ice, completely canceled. Things are in disarray over there, um, all because of poor management all the way from the top. Um, Some really pie in the sky expectations from that Twitter, or sorry, Twitter, Jesus, from the Embracer board that all those folks ought to be out of their job. I honestly, my question on this piece of news is like, how does Lars wake up in the morning knowing that he has ruined so many people's livelihoods? Um, he's yeah. a real, he's a real big piece of work. Yeah. That being said, you know, that's of the old Republic. Bertos Maximus writes in evening gents. I just want to start by saying I finished Spider-Man two and Ooh boy, what an ending. Now I'm all in for that plat. My question, good sirs, is about the KOTOR remake. Do you think any remake of KOTOR could live up to the original? If so, what do you think it will take for a game to do so? And do you agree that if done correctly, it could be an absolute masterpiece, dare I say, slinger? Uh, I, for one, will be watching this 
this closely, as I am hopeful, uh, hoping that they overhaul a majority of it and keeping the story intact, but improving on it at the same time. As always, guys, thank you for bringing us the brilliant content. And I believe if my dates are right, Thanksgiving is either the day or is either today or soon. So have a great one. Keep safe and keep hunting, guys. From your friend from across the pond, supporter of House Slager. Thank you. Kyle. Yes. Can this game live up to the original man? I know you're not a Star Wars guy. I doubt I've you played never played Kotor. Kotor. Fair enough. You so I know? will abstain. Okay. You <laughs> want to know how much Kotor I played as a kid? Uh, I, I'm trying to remember. I think we had this conversation before. And I don't know if this is one of your gaps. Mm-hmm. In Star Wars games, I know you love Republic Commando. Oh God, do I! And uh, there was another uh, Knights of Terrasasi, Terrasasi Arena, Terrasasi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I don't know four hours. I played a good hour. Remember, this is what 2005. Bush's Mm -hmm. president. Um, I blissfully unaware of most things because I think I'm like 13 years old, and I bought this game going, oh. Star Wars, dope. Didn't mm-hmm. know it was turn-based. I have ADHD, and I'm 15 years old. I don't know. And so I was just like, I'm out of here. I got to, like, I grabbed a Boken saber, which is the wooden saber, Kyle. Okay. And um, and I tried whacking a few people with it, and I was just like, I got to wait for my turn to end. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually uh, desperately waiting for, like, the remaster to come over to PlayStation so I can play it as is, like, as you know, is, is the original PlayStation with trophies? only place the remaster is not in? Yes, because you because I know you it's got a it. Switch version, I believe Correct. Xbox, yeah, PC already, yeah, just yep. PlayStation. Just waiting for my trophy support, you know. Yeah, I'm a simple boy with simple needs, so I would love to dive into it because, from what I'm aware, uh, Knights of the Old Republic is the greatest piece of Star Wars outside of. The original trilogy to, to people like outside of george's work this stuff back in the day was like we want to see a, a live action version of revan we want to see a live action version of all the stuff so i'm excited i've read up on knights of the old republic like i know what happens a b c d all the way to z but for me i never got to experience it as a kid so like this remake would be perfect for me uh, because it would be addressing all my sensibilities. Like I'm not one for turn-based combat. So them getting rid of it and putting, you know, you know, uh, live action. That's awesome. Or, or whatever. That's awesome. Well, do I think it can live up to it? No. Honest to God, no. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Embracer to save my life. Um, you know, Aspire, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. I knew they were a new studio. I wanted them to tackle it. But once I saw, you know, like the director and art director leave the project, I was like, things are not going well. So like Saber holding on to it, they make great games. Like Warhammer 40K is legitimately a fantastic game. Space Marine, mm-hmm. beautiful. So like I have faith that this studio could pull it off, but we're not seeing it in 2025. If we see it, if Embracer's still around by then, so like I, I there no, I I'm actually I did not know that apparently it was in the works for three years before we even saw it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's concerning. It was in that such bad of a state, and they were that far in, and so again like Saber, I don't know where they're starting from, but 
I doubt it, man. There's just, it's so beloved. You, you really have to come at it that that team has to be on its a game. And I, other than space Marine, I, I don't know much of that studio. So I'm just going to say that's a Bioware classic when Bioware was in their prime. I don't know if anybody could touch that. I don't know. Uh, Luke brings up a good question in chat. Um, <laughs> how would you feel if PlayStation or Xbox took over the development instead of just publishing? I'd feel way more confident. Like what honestly. if they just gave it a blue point? Oh, <laughs> all my doubts quelled. Right? Uh, you know, if you know, if Xbox gave it to Obsidian, guys, mm-hmm. wrap it up. We're, we got ourselves <laughs> something. <laughs> we, <laughs> wipe our hands clean, dude. Uh, whatever they're doing right now, I bet is great. But man, oh man, I would say pause it all. Give them a Star War and watch Obsidian just absolutely just dine on that on that remake. So like, yeah, I would have way better hopes if like PlayStation or Xbox was at the helm, truly building this thing from the ground up. I just don't think this this game's ever going to see the light of day because I don't think Embracer's making it out of here. Sad. Quite yeah. sad. All right, Kyle, let's let's talk about some leaks. Let's talk about some speculation. Let's get to it. Tom Henderson over at Insider Gaming writes, Call of Duty 2024 is Black Ops Gulf War. A new report has revealed that the next Call of Duty Black Ops title will be set in the Gulf War. The first rumors of a Gulf War setting first originated in 2022 following Call of Duty mobile leaks that revealed the Lockheed F-117 Nighthawk, a retired American attack aircraft introduced in October of 1983. Earlier this year, Insider Gaming reported that Call of Duty 2024 is under the codename Cerberus and is currently planned to be released on past generation consoles. The new details from Windows Central state that the new game will be set in the Gulf War with a strong focus on the CIA. Although not yet officially confirmed, Windows Central points out that it's likely the next game will be called Black Ops Gulf War, which is the name Insider Gaming can corroborate as being dubbed the title for the next installment. One of the major new pieces of news coming from the report is the pre-order bonuses that Activision hopes to implement with the next title. According to the report, Activision is even exploring the idea of weeks of early access to its zombies mode. In its last two installments, the Call of Duty franchise has introduced one-week campaign early access to pre-order purchases. And as reported by Twitter account Charlie Intel, the next Call of Duty title will be the first to have a four-year development cycle. As with all mainline Call of Duty releases, the next Black Ops title will be targeting an October-November release. Kyle, your favorite president is George Herbert Walker Bush, and your favorite operation was Desert Storm. Do not um, put any of that on my record. Why? Why not? How dare you? <laughs> when 1991 was allowed, how, how old were you as a kid? I was four. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Not a fan yeah. of Colin Powell, I see. No. Uh, I like Colin Powell quite a bit. I, I just for it, just for the joke, I said no. Oh, all right. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, okay, Kyle, does yeah. this do anything for you? We're out of World War Two. We're out of a modern day made up country in the Middle East because that's a safe thing that we can do. Mm-hmm. We're into we're into the deep here, the Gulf War, the first one. Eh. Nothing? No, like if if Cold War didn't get me to hop into something that's not futuristic, then this isn't. Fair enough. Fair I don't enough. I don't I think I'm I think that time of my life playing Call of Duty even just for the campaigns are, are, is over. They even need just, to really really need to show me something. 
Well, that's the thing that excites me. This will be the first Call of Duty that has had a four-year cycle to it. Sure. Yeah, but e- even like the way it's going, uh-huh. I don't, I, I don't have much hope for single-player things. Okay. All right. I, I, I just don't have much hope for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for people to be upset about this game as we get closer, closer to release. And then people like took a Wikipedia class and they're like, Oh, I'm outraged and everything. You know, like, I can't wait for that. That's going to be a real fun conversation that I'll put on mute. Um, This actually excites me because it is a different time period. I think the operations far more justified than most. So like it makes it more, I think palatable palatable for for the average consumer to 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 go and like go okay we're in iraq you know uh what what's going on behind the scenes that's really cool because black ops does talk about or, or does go into the cold war a lot and as like this is the the first operation was it towards either you know cold war ended so it's like is there remnants of you know the kgb that we're secretly trying to fight here in iraq that type of stuff is going to be really awesome. So I think this is going to lend itself well if it leans on the spy espionage thriller route. That has me kind of really excited for this one, honestly. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to look real good. It's going to sound real nice. It's going to sound real good. Ooh-wee. But again, also, past generations of consoles. This comes down to that gosh dang Xbox tax. They had to promise this game on Nintendo Switch, and this is how this this is how we must concede. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. But you know what? Those Nintendo people, they're gonna be nice, easy kills for them kill streaks, you know? Makes it far Fair. better. Makes it far I better. feel the same way when I play MV the show against Nintendo users. <laughs> They don't have a shot. Dude, when I'm playing Fortnite with like my friends on Nintendo Switch, it I feel I feel like I'm rejuvenated. Ninja. Yeah. I feel like I could literally take on God. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's dangerous. I do wonder and I, and I really hope we how they bridge the like Call of Duty skins of what we've gotten so far into this game. If there's a cutoff, like now that stuff's old, we're doing this stuff now. I wonder how they're going to make it work because, you know, they talk about Call of Duty as a platform now. Do they stitch things up together and how many gigs is that going to take? There's a lot of interesting questions at hand as Call of Duty starts to morph into yeah. this platform. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle. You ready for this? This one's, Oh, I'm ready. This one's a biggie. This one's a doozy, and I don't think you're ready for the thunder. You're the smackdown that I'm about to lay upon you, sir. Bring it. I got inspiration from this the other day because mm-hmm. one of my good friends, um, she's getting a PlayStation 5 for her husband. And she's like, Joe, what do I get? And what's a reasonable price range? My price range is $800 hairs. I was like, wow, you're really trying to be the best wife ever. She's like, yeah. Yeah, because he's the best husband ever. I was like, oh, that's sweet. You know, and that made me realize I'm going to probably die. So, <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> I ask you, what is the best PlayStation Friday hole? That's what we're building today. We're building the best of the best. Oh, we're taking all the Black Friday steals and deals, and we're creating a bundle for, you know, 
the new PlayStation 5 user out there. Mm-hmm. You got a loved one, you got a little brother, little sister, you got a you got a, a a cool uncle that wants to feel hip with y'all, you know? Now's the time. Now's the time. So here's the rules of it, Kyle. We have $800 at our disposal. Of course, $500 has to go to a PlayStation. But the rest to a whole bunch of goodies. And we are going to put our games up against each other and find out who has the better thing. All right. Are you ready for oh, this? This is, this is before tax. This is before taxes. I said to okay. Kyle, no can, taxes involved, no taxation without representation yes. is what I said. Can I ask you what your subtotal is pre-tax? Do pre-tax? you have that up? Yeah. Oh, Kyle, listen, I got you good here, bud. I got $10 to spare. You got a caramel oh. macchiato on me. I, I'm currently sitting at $798.94. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So do you, do you want to go first? You want to tell me what your Black Friday hole sure. is? Sure. So I I strictly just went to the I just went to GameStop because oh. I I think the GameStop Black Friday deals are are fairly great. It might mm. be the best when it comes mm. to PlayStation stuff. So I I mean I'll just start off. I'm getting the Spider-Man 2 PS5 bundle. Yes. Same. Uh disc version. I mean, why not? You get the the best one of the best games of the year in Spider-Man yep. 2. Yep. 500 bucks right there. I assume you're getting the same bundle. I am too. I am also getting the Spider-Man PS5 bundle Sweet. for $500. Um, and because it's me, right? Yeah. And I'm doing the shopping. Yeah. I'm good. I'm cheating a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm using my pro membership. Oh. So I got a little bit, me. a little okay. extra off. You know All what right. I'm saying? I, I like the spirit. Of you guys. <laughs> I'm getting $125 to the PSN store for the strict purpose of signing up for PS Extra for the year. Oh, good on you, Be- Kyle. Okay. Because here, here's here's where I had. I had a bunch of games in my cart. Yeah. I had a bunch of them in there. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? If this is somebody's first, like, toe dip into PlayStation land. Dude, I think we have the same list. I think we, have the same <laughs> we might. We might. <laughs> uh, here's Extra, where you can get all these amazing PlayStation experiences on the Extra tier. For like a monthly fee or for the yearly fee, like God of War 2018, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, That's right. uh, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Integrate is on Returnal. there. Returnal? Don't even Returnal. think about it. Returnal? So I had all those physical copies in my car. It was like, wait a second. Stop. Let me let me do this. And, and so they can still experience those and then get some other games on top. Fair. Fair. So so that that is where I started. Okay. Okay. I too got the Spider-Man bundle at five hundred doll hairs, okay? Because I'm a civilized man. Mm-hmm. I too got a PlayStation Premium, right? Oh. Because, mm-hmm. I, but here's the thing: via the PlayStation Store, because you get thirty percent off Ooh. if you sign up Good for call. a year. So that brings it down to a hundred bucks. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm at six hundred dollars right now, and here's where I think I'm going to deviate from you. All right, my bundle is going to include a second DualSense controller. I thought about that, but I did not add one. Why, you might ask? Is it for your special player two that got you the game? No, 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 no. The battery sucks. We do need a second controller. And let's be honest, you're gonna wear wear down that white controller. It's gonna look gross, no matter how many times you wipe your hands. Go get yourself a magma. 
controller. Go get yourself a a cosmic blue. Okay, go do you. Go get a purple controller. Honestly, it's the best one out there. Purple controller still Purple's is great. Purple's great. So beautiful. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did not go controller at all. I thought about it. Yeah. But and you could get that at fifty bucks, by the way. Everywhere, yeah. Target, Amazon, Best Buy, you name it. 50 it's great, but I I strictly just won games. All right, fair enough. Full on games. All right. So so tell me so tell me your little list. Let me tell you a little list. Well, also over at GameStop uh, for pro members, uh, you get a buy two, get one free pre-owned because I figured, mm. uh, you know, first jump into PlayStation. And you're, 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 you're buying someone's hand-me-downs. You're, you're no, going no, no, to, no. Hold on. Hold on. Might as well I, be shopping at Goodwill. You buying the pre-owned oh, stuff. Does it matter? Yes. No, it doesn't. You want that person to open the cellophane. I have I have new games on this in the shopping cart. I know, but pre-owned buy two. All right, okay. I'm fitting, I feel bad for this person. I'm fitting the bundle. All right, all right what's more enough. important, ripping the plastic off or the game itself? Ripping the plastic off. <laughs> You're so wrong. <laughs> and also, I'll be there in person. I will inspect the copies. If it's not up to snuff, I'm not getting it. Yeah, then you're gonna tell you're gonna. They're like, oh yeah, no, this is what I wanted. Yeah, this is great. And they're like, you get to return it seven day warranty. You're like, okay, yeah, I want to like this whole thing. And they're like, I inspected the disc. Yeah, no, I bet you did. You bet. You no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, it's fine. Uh, They'll get over it uh, because my buy two get one free are. Two games that are not on the extra tier. Okay. And uh, were cheaper than the new price. Okay. So I'm getting them Elden Ring. Oh. And Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, what a good one. What a good one. And the free game, Hades. That's a good pick. Uh, That's a good three games just right off the bat to pair with Spider-Man 2. Yeah. You get three major gigantic big open worlds to play around in uh two uh playstation first party games you get one of the best indies ever in hades and then you get one of the best open world uh, role-playing action games ever in elden ring come on what are we doing i mean listen our list uh, i too gotta buy two get one free okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they're new games Mm because i love whoever i'm getting this for um, and I'm getting it. There's a buy two get one from Tarjay, and I'm taking I'm taking advantage of that deal. You got Jedi Survivor at thirty bucks. Okay. You got Elden Ring at thirty dollars. And mm-hmm. what's the free game, Kyle? I'm going a little crazy here. You might mm-hmm. scratch your head at this one. I'm getting them the Miles Morales Premium for thirty bucks on Tarjay as well. Why? Because that comes with, though it, you know, it's in the PlayStation Premium, whatever. It comes with the Spider-Man Remastered. So now they have all the Spider-Man games. They have Jedi Survivor, fantastic, and then Elden Ring, the the best game ever made. What would be ninety bucks? I'm getting it to them for sixty. Think about that. Now I'm at what is it, like seven ten or something like that? Here I am. Sure. Yeah, uh, I'm also getting them the premium ultimate edition of Miles that comes with Spider-Man Remastered. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it is on my list for sure for forty okay. bucks over at GameStop because that was the thing I wanted to make sure they have all the Spider-Man games because mm-hmm. you are getting two with the bundle, but you got to experience the first two. Not that you can't love two 
on its own, yeah. but it just feels so much better uh, having the full trilogy together. Um, so yeah, the, on top of that, plus the other three, my buy two get one free of pre-owned, which is totally fine. Joe's a <laughs> okay. Joe's being a bitch about this <laughs> <laughs> for uh, uh, it's like eighty bucks for those yeah. four. Okay, fair enough. Fair which enough. are technically five games because remastered's in there. Here's the thing: if you buy a used car, you do have to. Come, you gotta. You gotta come to the fact that like people had sex in this car. Chances are. Are you saying people had sex in a used PS5 game? Pro- Elden that Elden Ring case is probably staring at it. You know, two bodies smushing, and you Who just see Elden Ring. Going, I'd rather not. Yeah. Like, hold on, honey. Hold on. Hold on, honey. The Mo tarnish needs to watch. <laughs> I can't go without. I gotta show them what maidenless is cannot be when you're done. When you get a maiden, this is what happens. (laughs) Who's maidenless now? (laughs) Oh my god! All right, use the next one. Ready for this one? Ready? ready. Yep. Get into the Mortal Kombat one for forty bucks. This Hmm. one's flying off the shelves. I literally went to three different Targets for it. Mm-hmm. Kids are kids are popping off at MK1. Yeah. Then I am getting them Resident Evil 4 remake, also for 40 bucks. Okay. Okay. But here's the thing. I'm getting these off Amazon because they too have a buy one, get one free. So I'm throwing in a <laughs> next game in here. And I'm saying, what's more PlayStation than the Metal Gear Master Collection? Mm. Mm. And again, this is coming from the Amazon buy to get one free. So now I'm rocking a, a, a nice bevy of games. I'm giving them arguably the best remake ever time and, of, of all time and best survival horror game ever made. Resident Evil 4 remake. I'm giving them the best game ever made, Elden Ring. And then I'm also giving them the things that they know, like a Star Wars, a Spider-Man and a Mortal Kombat. All for the price of my love. And I don't think you can get any better than that. And that's it for your entire haul? Oh, and I'm getting them, at, at the end of the day, I'm getting them a little charging stand for both dual senses. yeah. Wow. Whoa. Listen, our future gift holder, uh-huh. what Joe said, get them a haul to show them what PlayStation is all about. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 1 is not on that list. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is not on that list. Okay. Okay. Mortal Kombat 11 is included in the extra tier, which is a fine fighting game. Oh, just as good. It, yeah, one's great, but 11's pretty good too. Fair enough. In addition to all the other games and the year of PS Extra, yeah. I'm also including The Last of Us Part 1 Ooh, and God of War Ragnarok. Well, here's the reason why I didn't put this is Ragnarok. This is the PlayStation, here's what you need to catch up on bundle. There. I will say there's an omission on the remake. I should have put remake in there. The reason why I didn't put Ragnarok in there is because I just don't know if they're going to like it yet. So I'll let them play God of War, and that which will is be, on the extra tier. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would write tier. on the note, play 2018 first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and for me, I'm just like this will be the first. This is the first them purchase. You know, this is that like this is them like they got the. Get get themselves up by their bootstraps. So I think Ragnarok got to like sit on the shelf just a little bit, just to make sure because they got so many games to play. Because I'm giving them variety because it's the spice of life. And honestly, I'll, I'll give you Last of Us Part One. That that is an omission. I should have put that on the list. 
if I could go back, I'd probably put back MK1, but the rules sure. stand. I said what I said. Yeah, yeah, no, they're both great, but listen, if I was uh, somebody who never got or has been out of PlayStation for a while, I'd be happy with both bundles. Okay, fair. Be great. Fair. So, okay, so my bundle is the Spider-Man PlayStation 5 bundle. Mm-hmm. A DualSense controller, extra one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got a, a a dual charging stand. Okay, twenty dollars. Look it up. PlayStation Premium for a hundred bucks because they're a new new subscriber. MK1 forty bucks. Resident Evil Four Remake forty bucks off of the Amazon deals, and I got the Metal Gear Collection uh, for a buy two get one free. So that's free. I got just Jedi uh, Jedi Survivor for thirty doll hairs. I got you Elden Ring for thirty doll hairs. Greatest game ever made. Do you really need any other game when you just got Elden Ring? I don't know. A Miles Morales Premium Edition for thirty doll hairs. Buy to get one son from Target. Bam, that's my bundle. Nice. Right, stick to it. I just stuck to GameStop because, frankly, I didn't have time to go shopping elsewhere, and this is what I could do in the moment today. I bet um, that's what you said when you were giving them the pre-owned games. Somebody comes from a privileged household. Sony <laughs> PS5 Marvel Spider-Man 2 bundle. I'm getting I'm getting $125 in PSN uh, store credit to put towards an extra tier because uh, I, I actually did forget that it's 30% off on PSN. Right. Right. Um, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, which comes with both for 40 bucks. Elden Ring for 38 pre-owned. Uh, Horizon from in West, $28 pre-owned. Uh, Hades for free. That's a $30 value right there. Last was part one, 40 bucks and Ragnarok for 40. And that mm. is my haul. Mm. It's a great lesson. You know what we're going to do to each one of these PlayStation 5s before we give them to our respected persons? We're going to update them update so they're them. ready to go. Ready Charge to the go. controller. Charge the controller. Load all the games in. Yep. We're good to go. We're going to be, yeah, we're going to be good gift givers this year. Listen, just like you. parents out there, you, uh, partners, if you're looking to buy a console, yeah. brand new console for somebody, do your due diligence, set it up before you give it to them. Please. That is the worst thing as a kid. Yeah. Is opening up a brand new console uh, or like and, and having to wait for everything to work. Especially nowadays. And speaking of that buy two, get one, son. Got me the Metal Gear and Mortal Kombat 1. And let me tell you, the one bonus of buying physical is... Wait, buy two, get one? Or buy one, get one? Sorry, buy one, get one. Got it. Okay. The the best part about Wake It Up is Folgers in Your Cup. And also, (laughs) best part about buying physical, and honestly, I remembered it, is the haul. Looking at all the deals that you've accumulated over the year. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In one day, ooh we no, nothing yeah. better, nothing better. Agreed. All right, so my list is obviously better. Now it's time sure. for flash news. Yeah, we gotta go real fast. Joe's gotta, got a friend's giving to go to. I know. Real, right, so I, I'm gonna cut this real short. Uh, Returnal director leaving Housemark after 14 years. This comes from Victoria Kennedy over at Eurogamer. Henry Kurer, the director of 2000. 2000- Harry Kruger. Cougar, sorry. The director of 2021's PlayStation 5 exclusive and Game of the Year for the Trophy Room that year, Returnal, is leaving Housemark after 15 years at the studio. He writes, During my 14 years at Housemark, I've been incredibly fortunate to work on one dream project after another and have the privilege of working alongside truly talented and wonderful people along the way. Kruger wrote, 
in a statement announcing his departure from the company uh, in, in, on the company website. It's been an honor to accompany Housemark on this journey, witnessing our growth from our smaller indie, or sorry, arcade inspired, inspired titles to the magnificent heights we've achieved with Returnal, he said. I'm leaving the company with nothing but gratitude for the past and glowing optimism for the future. With an exciting new project in the works, a fantastic team that's stronger than ever, and the continuous support that Sony and PlayStation Studios, I know that Housemark's brightest chapter is yet to be written. Uh, Kruger, my dude, rest easy. Enjoy what is whatever you want it to be. Early Absolutely. retirement, a break, whatever. Go out there, get it, you yeah. know? Thanks for the amazing games you've helped create. Seriously, from Resogun to Returnal. Dead Nation, Alien Nation, Mm -hmm. Returnal, Next Machina, Machina. Super Stardust. Like, y'all are. You do great work there, and and you are a big part of that. So thank you so much. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what the future of Housemark is after you know after his departure because there are other talented folks in there that are about to make a name for themselves housemark is a brilliant studio can't see i can't wait for what's next okay kyle ready for this one playstation rebrands savage game studios to neo koi following exec departures this comes from neil long over over at mobile gamer and let me tell you all something abby is throwing a fit downstairs she is yipping and yapping like Nonstop. Yeah, Little Man Upstairs is hopping and bopping. Uh, PlayStation's first big mobile acquisition, Savage Game Studios, uh, has rebranded to Neo Koi. The new look comes not long after the departure of several top execs within PlayStation's mobile arm. Savage Game Studios was acquired by PlayStation back in August 2022 to the newly formed PlayStation Mobile Studios division. At the time of the announcement, Savage said it was making a, quote, new unannounced AAA mobile mobile live service action game. Oh boy, unquote. It's been a turbulent few months for Savage and PlayStation Mobile after the departure of three key figures. PlayStation's mobile boss, Nicholas Sebastiani, left in June and now working at the Sandbox, having built much of the PlayStation Mobile team we profiled back in December 2022. Co-founder Jeff Katkoff announced his departure following month to pursue other opportunities, including the Destructor Fund media business. And Katkoff said that Savage's head of technology, Mike Manis, and game director and co-founder Najim Najiri would now be taking the studio uh, going forward. In September, Savage General Manager Sophie Vo confirmed her departure as well to concrete her rise in play consultancy savage oh, sorry concentrate what did i say concrete concrete okay. uh, savage is now neo koi says it's making an action action games with epic stories and continues to build its debut project for playstation at its helsinki and berlin studios okay yeah okay i would say this whatever playstation is going to acquire is going to probably be a big mobile focus and it kind of goes to see if we could take a snapshot of like Jim Ryan's tenure mm-hmm. fiscally made some great moves for that company, more profitable than anything. But he's also leading it into some uncharted waters. Like the mobile stuff isn't painting out. We've seen the live service stuff isn't painting out. There's a lot of question marks, a lot of things needing filling. And hopefully, hopefully some folks come in and, and do that. So that said. On to the next one.
Steam Store update adds specific DualSense DualShock controller support. Here's something really interesting. Okay. PlayStation controller use on Steam has gone up 400% in the last four years. And now you're getting DualSense support, DualShock support, and Xbox controller support notifications when you're looking at a game through Steam. I think that's freaking awesome. Agreed. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And it just goes to show also, Kyle, can I say something here? The whole like, oh, Xbox controller is symmetrical sticks, all that like nonsense of people argue. You see, people want the truth. Okay. Yeah. They want Except they want the, the analog six in the press L three R three. Accept yeah, the truth. Please. People want them haptic feedbacks. Gosh dang it. Also, on some flash news, here's some real quick ones. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Alpha test begins. You have to sign an NDA if you get in, but gosh darn it, I signed up because I'm super excited for the Suicide Squad. Oh, you need I didn't know this was a thing, so I need to find that link. Go, go for it. Do it now. That said, Cyberpunk 2077 Ultimate Edition announced launches physically and digital on December 5th. This is just the base game alongside the Phantom Liberty uh, digital SKU. So it's one cool, awesome cover instead of it being two separate covers. But it's an actual PS5 disc, right? Yes. But unfortunately, like the DLC is still like a code you need to put in. Oh, no, that's fine. But like yeah. you, you can't right now. I don't think can get cyberpunk PS five only right now, uh, like in a store. I think you can get PS four and upgrade it that way, but I don't think there's a f- actual physical copy of cyberpunk on PS five. That's a good question. Audience correct us next episode. I'll if, look if right if now, but I think I looked the other day and I couldn't find one. Yeah. yeah. I, check, check a look, check a look. And also, last but not least, on Flash News, the former franchise director of Gears of War is joining Santa Monica Studios. Uh, you know, the talents of God of War. So going from Gao to Gao, ooh-wee, Bonnie Jean Ma is swapping Gears of War for God of War. This comes from uh, Push Square, by the way, announcing on Twitter that she has joined Santa Monica Studios as creative narrative director all right let's do this she wrote i'm so excited to share my news i've joined sony santa monica as narrative director i'm but beyond thrilled to be working on this team and studio let's go do you think she looked at the contracts like oh yeah gal yeah all right yeah cool (laughs) i bet there's at least five jokes during the signing you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, she worked on Gears 4 and Gears 5, and uh, I like both of those games quite a bit. Gears 5, I think, is real good. I think Gears mm-hmm. 4 is also pretty darn mm-hmm. good. So Santa Monica in gray hands. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, it's time for a little segment we like to call What You Been Playing. So yep. uh, let's just go for it. Let's let's rip the bandaid off. Really, Kyle. really what quickly. Uh, I played them down like two. The oh, other yeah? Night. oh yeah um don't want to get into it fully because we're going to do road to greatness on it as well as um talk about it during the platies of course because it's nominated i think 11 times or something like that for us yeah um remedy knows how to make a very good and a very compelling video game from top to bottom and uh have some gripes with it i think the collectible stuff and and just maneuvering around the map could use some quality of life features. Well, love a fast travel system. That would help a whole lot when when backtracking a little bit. Sure. Um, but it's just, it's stellar. 
Yeah. And the way that game ends, oh boy, I can't wait to talk to you about it. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna finally dive into it tomorrow. Uh, yeah. during Thanksgiving. Yeah. While everybody's making a feast, I'll be playing some Alan Wake yeah. getting scurred. And, and I'll be uh, finally speaking of, I finally got Ooh, this bad boy. How you liking it? How you I liking got my it? PlayStation Portal now before uh like months ago i was like remote place dumb i'd rather just yeah. sit on my couch and play on my tv uh but the prospect of having a dedicated remote play device instead of using my phone and being able to play things while i watch like live sports or you know just put on a youtube video in the background that is like my dumb like trash kind of tv kind of choice sure i just play with something um this has opened my eyes i love this thing Nice. And um, so far, it works all throughout the house. I've tried every okay. level. I haven't gone anywhere crazy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, though, up in my room, which is two floors up from here, um, the quality is not great. Okay. It, okay. it does it does look like 720. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, the text on the screen is a little bit blurry. Um, and maybe I just have to play with it longer than i did upstairs Mm uh but i've been playing like madden on this thing and will be the show there's a little bit of latency there um that i'm i'm getting used to um and last night and and yesterday afternoon um i had to restart dark souls because my save from mike's house doesn't work on the copy that i have god dang because the collection i have is pal region (laughs) Oh, and oh. the save doesn't work apparently it like wouldn't recognize okay. it so i had to start over and i played it on on this thing and uh no complaints no complaints yeah, i didn't I saw... see any i didn't see anything crazy i saw somebody yelling at Shu for playing eliza p on it on twitter first game i played like, i'm like right, hold on don't yell at Shu. what are also, you doing don't talk to Shu, yeah. don't talk don't to, talk to, to like, that. like that all right i'm like oh how dare you play this on your yeah. the portal the latency how crazy. dare you talk to shuhei yoshida like that ever ever and like i get it it's shoe he's not going to talk bad about a playstation product but he was like it works for me fine and i can yeah. totally see it because i played dark souls and it's yeah. it's fine it's great it works yeah, go, go i wouldn't i wouldn't like go crazy with like the multiplayer stuff i can see what you're talking I tried. about i tried i, I can I see went, what you're talking about i i don't I know if i can handle it <laughs> I, went, I was real bad but it's like, it's, the team down. it's a really cool device that i'm happy to have but i also agree now that i'm hands on it it's not for everybody. Yeah. And I can see that. For me, I've played it. Honestly, my, most of my gameplay outside of Call of Duty has been exclusively PlayStation Portal. And uh-huh. it is like a, a if you have good internet and you're wired, you have a wired connection to your PlayStation, I recommend it. If you don't have that, don't get this thing. Oh, I did see your text. You got it to work at work, right? That's being said, I That's got great. it to work at work. The internet's not great there. And I was able to get the uh, trophy of in CSRs where you have to. Oh, uh, the consecutive hits? Dis- the Yeah, consecutive yeah. hits, Moonerang. That takes yep. a lot of precision. And yes, it, it did does. It, it did it. Like, it felt like I was playing natively. So awesome. to me, it's like, know what you're playing. So I've been playing, you know, Sea of Stars, which I'm absolutely loving. And I just dived into Final Fantasy VII, which I'll have more thoughts on that next week. Next week. Don't yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I, I literally just scratched the surface. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the PlayStation Portal. I really thought it was going to be a thing that I'd try and then return to Best Buy. But this has definitely been 
this this is what I what I wanted it to be. So it's a recommend yeah. through my perspective. Yeah, you could play Dark Souls on here. Don't let people gatekeep you. No, no, no. It's a it's a damn. Just good don't device. expect to take it a long day. I haven't seen anyone take it a long way away from home and still use it. Yeah, my job is is about like I would say five miles away from me, and it's playing okay. it pretty well. It's playing okay. it pretty damn well. That said, uh, there is no drop this week, so you don't have to prepare nothing. No. Because it's Thanksgiving, they know that. Some turkey, some stuffing, some cornbread. Yeah. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. All that good stuff. Yeah. All right, Kyle. That's what's dropping. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! You forgot Yeehaw. <laughs> I did. I did because we're running super, super late. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll go through these quick. Krista Wizard. Hello, gentlemen. First time asking a question in a while. We'll try to be more active. You take your time, Chris. Don't worry. We're happy you're here. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys think the Game Awards should or would expand their award categories so more studios and games get the attention they deserve? Or do you think the exclusivity is why the show is more popular than other Game Award shows? In short, I think that's why the Dice Awards are a thing. And for when it comes to awards, um, that is what I put more stock into it. The Game Awards is like a fun awards thing. Dice is a little bit more on the serious side. And I think devs actually take that a little bit more seriously as well. Yes. Um, But I like the reason why I like the Game Awards is to see the new game reveals. I think that's the main reason why that show. It's a giant commercial. It's a giant commercial. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I I think I have Jeff Keighley fatigue, to be honest. Um, Sure. I think it doesn't matter because he doesn't care because it's about game reveals to him. Um, At this point, I get it. It's what's driving people to there and you got to whatever. But like, honestly, he's even said like this year, it's going to be like less reveals. It's going to be a shorter show. Um, Okay, I get it. But I think that's more of a he can't get certain trailers on the show that he would like for them to be. Um, I just want it to focus on awards. Honestly, yeah. celebrate and, the people that make them. Yeah, and that's why the platties exist. Again, link in the description. We want to celebrate the games that came out this year. Celebrate the people that made them. Simple as that. I just kind of think that game awards. Maybe I'm a bit jaded. It's just one giant commercial and SEO smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do wish the categories would be expanded a little bit just to recognize more games. But yeah, that's a battle. I I don't think anyone's going to win. Yeah. Uh, M9 Prime writes in, question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! Yeah. So the holidays are coming up, and Santa is starting to get his gifts ready for the big day. Don't you start, Joe. You both have been extra good this year, so he decided you can get two new games this year. Imagine you're 13 years old and don't have disposal income. So when you write your letter to Santa this year, what games are you asking for? Again, imagine you're a kid who only gets games for holidays or birthdays. So the last time you got games was in 2022. Thank you for the multiple reminders. And that try. <laughs> I can't say what I want to say. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, please don't. We are a kid who only gets games at Christmas time. And we, we got asked for two new games that came out this year. For Christmas. If you're 13 years old? Mm-hmm. Come on. Come uh, on. Let me let me quickly answer this before. <laughs> let's let's break the illusion. I not on my watch. <laughs> not on if, my watch. If I was a kid, <sighs> yeah. I want and here's the great thing. My brother works with a whole bunch of them. They've mm-hmm. all been talking about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a kid, I want Spider-Man. 
Um, if and if I'm a 13 year old kid and I don't know any better, man, I would get I would shake 13 year old me going, go get Resident Evil 4 remake, not Call of Duty, but dumb me would say Call of Duty. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, dumb me would ask for MLB the show. Um, so you know what? I'm gonna stick with that because I'm I'm 13 now, so I'm gonna choose MLB the show. I'm gonna choose Spider Man. With like an extra ask, like uh, you know, star on the list. Like I've been really extra good, so maybe <laughs> see if stars too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's only twenty dollars, pa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thirteen year old me would not want to play a scary game like Alan Wake too, so that would not be on my list. Okay. Alan Wake, yeah. Alan, Alan Wake, Alan Wake. Oh God, it's so Wake good. <laughs> <laughs> Regius Prime writes in for the yeah. last question on the Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw. Yeah. Hey, guys, hope you're both doing as fine as you're looking. Ooh, and you have a great Thanksgiving right back at you. Seeing it's award season just for gits and shiggles. What would be your list of, quote, why the F do people like this game? End quote award. (laughs) You know, for the game, everyone seems to love, but you thought it was awful. I'm going to get a lot of crap for this, but my vote has to go to Final Fantasy 16. You get outrageous. It's okay to be wrong. (laughs) um i don't know uh how about uh, how about i i got one that uh that's a given because it's me and one that'll get me canceled and i'll do the opposite red dead redemption 2 i think is overrated i predicted it (laughs) you you guys know i'll beat the dead horse literally um but the one game that i like that everybody seems to hate is hogwarts legacy i really like that game (laughs) oh fair Why I don't people... like her as a person, but like that game's banging, and it got me into Harry Potter. You know, yeah, I've been. I, I honestly, I've been looking for it to go down to a price that I'm comfortable, like pre-owned yeah. or whatnot. So I, I think it's getting there, dude. I know like, it's getting close. It's getting close. It's getting close. close. It's getting um, close. And honestly, always, yeah, always, always at the close. Is that what you're trying to reference at? Snape, Snape, what he says, Snape, Snape. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Snape's the OG. Seems like I'm more of a Harry Potter fan than you. Listen, I'm tired. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) You've also just recently watched and played everything. It's been a minute for me. That's right. Uh, What is the one game that that I think everyone loves that I'm just like, eh? That's my Alan Rickman impression. Always. Uh, yeah, the easy answer for me it's is me. like Call um, of Duty, yeah. but that's boring. It's Call of Duty. Fortnite is also boring. Yeah, answer. Like, come on, have fun. I'm trying. It's a game. That it's you tough. Do. I like a lot of games. Yeah, right. It is because I'm like, eh. and even the ones that just don't do it for me, I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I I mean, honestly, you know, I'll just say it because it's Starfield. No, it, it it's Breath <laughs> of the Wild. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Just yeah. like I tried it for a little bit, eh. Yeah. I don't understand why it's like everyone's second coming of Christ, but Fair enough. you know. Fair enough. And you're right to be wrong. Exactly. Again, you're, you're right, right to be to wrong be as wrong. well about the game that I also agree with you on. Yeah. Her, her, her. I have a machine gun. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing on tiktok really quickly is yeah. is, is these people finding uh wand like things on the street or whatever and yeah. then just go 
prepare to die, Harry Potter, and doing the whole thing. Like some guy ripped an icicle off a tree. It was like, Harry Potter, the boy who lived, come to has die. come to die. And then it just cuts. God damn. Well, y'all, that has been the trophy room tonight, man. I had a lot of fun in this Friendsgiving episode, you know? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, we. Same. Yeah. Uh, before before we go, I just want to preach just how thankful I am for everyone listening, for giving us a platform to do this each and every week for five years now. Um, it's, it's wild that I get to do something that I love and talk PlayStation with everybody and uh, being a part of by the players on Saturday and listening to everyone be like, yeah, no, I, I, I started listening to the trophy room because I saw you Kyle on PS. I love you. And saw you and Joe on beyond. It's just like truly humbling. I don't understand my life sometimes. And this is the moment. And I tweeted out the other day as well. Like I got to interview a protagonist of a final fantasy game this year in Ben star. We interviewed Jane Perry, Danielle yeah. Basuti, John McLaren, who voiced Star-Lord in a yep. video game yep. and so many more that hopefully in the future we're going to do. It's just, it's awesome. And this doesn't happen without y'all. So I'm extremely thankful. And Yuri Lowenthal soon, right? Yuri. Oh, Yuri, Najee, Spider-Man episode. Come on. Come on. With Spider-Bit, you know? Joe will put the mask back on. I'll put the, I'll don the mask. I'll take on he'll, that he'll responsibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll become Sandman. I'll just glue sand to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, please don't. You're just going to be glitter. Well, listen, I, I can't I, I I can't top that, Kyle. Yeah, I'm just so thankful for this community. I'm thankful for you, too, Joe. I'm thankful for you, too, you son of a gun. Hey. Uh, you know, I've been through a lot the past few weeks. Um, and just seeing just everybody send me their well wishes, sending me beautiful just drawing portraits of Marty, knitted little little fuzzy marbars. Um that just makes my heart sing so much, y'all. It's truly humbling. Um just beautiful. We have the best community. Uh I, I echo it every single time because it's just true to me. Um you are the reflection of what your audience is. And so I'd like to think that we've built something truly special and I think it reflects off of the people that tune in watch and listen and so with all that said with all that out of the way that's been the trophy room this week of course shout out to the platties make sure you vote down below make sure you become a patron over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room if you financially could do it that'd be a great stocking stuffer for us oh look at us getting festive you can follow this show over on apple Podcasts, over on spotify where you can rate us five stars it really does help us out really does make us feel better when we see a good five star reviews telling us how we got you through a long car ride a tough day at work a tough moment in your life holy crap is that just the most mind-blowing thing when we get to read thank you all so much and yeah with all that said with all that out of the way everybody keep your wits about you keep hunting and keep playing playstation see y'all guys bye i love you